Hey, it's Kirsten. Do you feel like you're spending way too much money on supplements? When I started out on my health journey, I was also shocked about how expensive high quality supplements were, especially as I was upping how many I was taking. That's why when I became a practitioner back in 2018, I started offering my clients a way to save up to 25% off many of their supplements through a company called Wellevate, which is spelled W-E-L-L-E-V-A-T-E. Through Wellevate, you can order many of the supplements that you're already taking, like Pure Encapsulations, Gaia Herbs, Enzymetica, and others at discounts of up to 25% off retail. And shipping is free for orders over $49 within the United States. The only way to buy supplements through Wellevate is through a practitioner, and I will earn a small commission at no additional cost to you while you're saving money. So if you want to start saving upwards of 25% off your supplement bill, go to the resources page on my website at carefullyhealing.com forward slash resources and go to the Wellevate section. You don't have to be a client, just set up your account and start saving. I'm Kirsten Ramstrom, a certified holistic health coach, and welcome to the Quest for Healing podcast. Whether you're just starting out on your health journey or you're farther down your path, I've created this podcast to inspire and inform your health journey through first, some extraordinary healing stories from real people, second, an exploration of some intriguing healing modalities, and third, through conversations with enterprising people who are making a difference in the health of our world. Welcome to episode 22. This week, I'm kicking off a three-part series on cleaning your home using less toxic products. It's spring here in the US, and I know that that's when people start thinking about spring cleaning as the temperatures warm up. So in the first part today, I'm going to start with cleaning the main parts of your home, and next week, I'll focus on the kitchen, and in two weeks, I'll focus on the bathroom. When I started my health journey, I had expected that my sole focus was going to be on food. And as you very likely already realized, our health journeys touch all parts of our lives. And it can be very overwhelming to learn about what you want to do and change in all of those parts of your life. So I hope this episode will make it a little easier for you if you're just starting out. And if you're already on your way, I hope you'll find some useful tidbits in here as well. And with that, let's go to the episode. As I said in the intro, today we're going to start off with cleaning the main parts of your home. The first topic we're going to go over is the air. The air in our homes can be full of things that aren't beneficial to our health, starting with chemicals that are off-gassing from our furniture and carpets and paint to pesticides and insecticides that are used in and around our homes and from chemical cleaners to mold and pollen. Many of us don't have our windows open too frequently for a variety of reasons, so all this gets trapped inside and can become concentrated over time. So let's start off with tip number one, get an air purifier with a HEPA filter. Why a HEPA filter? They're designed to trap 99.97% of particles that are as small as 0.3 micrometers. So to put this all in perspective, out of 10,000 particles with a diameter of one one thousandth of a millimeter, so pretty darn small, only three are going to get through a filter out of 10,000. So they're very good at cleaning a lot of debris and toxins out of the air. And they will take care of most things like dust mites, mold spores, pollen, pet dander, and smoke. So when you're choosing one of these, watch out for marketing tactics on the labels. There are a lot that say that they are HEPA-like or HEPA-style. And those are not real HEPA filters, and they don't meet those criteria that I just mentioned. So what you really want are the ones that are labeled HEPA 
or even true HEPA. And they've started using true HEPA to differentiate themselves from the HEPA-like and the HEPA style. So first, make sure that you get the right kind. Second, read a lot of the reviews. As I have read reviews for these over the past, some of these things seem to give off some strange smells. So look for one that doesn't. Obviously, you don't want to be adding more odd things into your air when you're really just trying to remove them. And third, before you shop for one, know the dimensions of the space you're going to put it in and find one that's big enough for the space. They do have um, specifications for each of them when you go to buy them about what uh, square footage on a room that you're going to cover. And so know that going in. It is important to mention that HEPA filters don't trap things like volatile organic compounds, otherwise known as VOCs, or viruses, but they will trap things like mold and bacteria. So it's really important to change your filters periodically. Look at the manufacturer's recommendation uh, because you don't want the mold and bacteria in there because it can proliferate on the filter and then continue to be spread around your house. So let's try to avoid that. Um, I prioritize spaces for air filters for where I spend my most time. I always have one in my bedroom and I did have one in my office in New York City because we were pretty sealed in up there. And looking back, I probably should have had one that was a lot bigger in that office uh, and much more powerful than the one I had, but at least I had something. Okay, so tip number one, an air filter. Tip number two, change the filters and keep up with the maintenance on your heating and cooling systems. Depending on the system you have, these can blow a lot of air around your space, and they have filters to help keep the air free of dust, pollen, and other particles, and they need to be changed periodically. You can check with the manufacturer or the installer for the appropriate guidelines for the one you have. It is also important to be aware that if you have mold, mold can get into the ducts, and clearly that's something to be avoided. We had to deal with that last year, and it was not fun. And when the duct cleaning guy asks you if he wants you to spray the stuff up in the ducts to make it smell all nice, just say no. (laughs) Tip number three, keep your space dry. If you live in a humid climate, dehumidify your space to discourage mold. This can range from standalone dehumidifiers, which people commonly use in your basements, to charcoal bags for places like closets and enclosed spaces. I like Mosso bags. It's M-O-S-O. You can find them on Amazon. They're small charcoal bags and they don't contain any chemicals, so they aren't introducing any new problems into your house. Uh, Also, we've learned from medical medium Anthony William that diffusing sage, rosemary, thyme, and bergamot on alternating days can help kill mold. So cleaning up a big mold issue is nasty business, so it's always better to be proactive if you think it could be a problem. Tip number four, buy houseplants to clean the air. There are quite a few options out there for plants to help clean the air in your house. And this can really help with VOCs like benzene and formaldehyde. And benzene is poisonous. It comes from things like paints, furniture wax, detergents, glues, plastics, nylon, resins, and synthetic fibers. And it's also used to make lubricants, rubbers, dyes, drugs, and pesticides. So clearly these are things that you don't want to have floating around in your air. So bamboo palms help a lot. Gerbera daisies remove benzene, and they look so pretty. Chrysanthemums also help with benzene and ammonia. Other plants, spider plants, philodendron, ficus trees. Peace lilies are one of my favorite, and they're great for removing formaldehyde and carbon monoxide. 
But be careful with these because they can be toxic to animals and wash your hands after handling them. So do some research on what plants will work best for your environment. And if you have pets, make sure you choose the ones that are safe for them too. But this can be a great way to clean your air. Tip number five, open the windows. Clearly, sometimes of the year, this is easier than others. And if there's a lot of pollution or spraying going on outside, this may not be a great option. But if it is, go for it. Tip number six, get rid of air fresheners and smelly candles, which are full of unhealthy additives that are being pumped into the air. I know, I get it. I love candles too. And on occasion, I will burn one, but I try to burn clean beeswax candles. However, I have found diffusers is a wonderful alternative. They come in all shapes and sizes, and you can add high quality essential oils to create that nice smell. And as I've already mentioned, there can also be benefits to diffusing the essential oils, like keeping mold at bay. And essential oils are actually pretty magical. And someday I think I'll have to have an episode for you just on essential oils, because that's a whole rabbit hole that I don't want to get into right now. So with that, I'm going to wrap up the air section. So let's review the first six tips. They were one, use an air purifier with a HEPA filter. Number two, change the filters on your heating and cooling system. Number three, keep your space dry to reduce the chance of mold or other troublemakers. Number four, buy houseplants to clean your air. Number five, open your windows when you can. And number six, get rid of air fresheners and scented candles. And now let's move on to the actual function of cleaning around your house. Tip number six is wear a mask if necessary. This may have seemed a little more radical a couple years ago, but now I'm fairly certain you probably have a mask around. Uh, It can protect you from any of the chemicals, pesticides, dirt, and dust that get kicked up when you're cleaning. Tip number seven, use a HEPA filter in your vacuum cleaner. You want to make sure that all the stuff that you've been sucking up is staying in the bag and not just being projected back out into the air. It's not cleaning if all you've done is move it around. So use a HEPA filter. And also when you're thinking about what you do vacuum in your house, vacuum your rugs, your floors, your beds. There's lots of bugs and bed bugs and all kinds of stuff on your bed. So it's important to get all that stuff off the mattress periodically. Curtains and draperies are important as well, unless they are machine washable, which might be a better option the next time you replace them. Tip number eight, keep on top of dust in your house. Because dust holds dirt, debris, pollen, dander, pollution, perfumes, building materials, and many other things. I use things like Swiffers or machine washable microfiber cloths for dusting, and then I can just throw them in the laundry. Tip number nine, use threshold doormats. These will help stop dirt, water, and debris from being tracked in and can reduce some of the pesticides and whatnot that are being tracked in as well. I prefer machine washable mats. Not only are they easy to clean, but I'm much more likely to throw something in the wash than I am to take it outside and hose it down. And that's just me. Some of these have antimicrobial coatings, many of which have not been proven to be effective, and they could also be harmful to your health. These chemicals include things like triclosan and formaldehyde and methylchloroisothiozolinone. Isn't that one a mouthful? And these are known endocrine disruptors, can cause respiratory issues, could be neurotoxic, and can make bacteria more resistant to antibiotics. So in other words, they're just the kind of things that we try to avoid. So read what's on these mats when you buy them. Tip number 10, don't forget to clean things that get overlooked like doorknobs, light switches, and remote controls. Those don't just get gross in hotel rooms. 
Tip number 11, I wanted to talk about cleaning products for just a minute. As I'm sure you're aware, there are a lot of them out there that have toxic chemicals and fake chemical fragrances, none of which are healthy for us to touch or breathe in. We do have two good options for cleaning though, cleaner, healthier products and using the basics. So let's start first with the basics. Vinegar, lemon, baking soda, and hydrogen peroxide are really common and tend to be very good cleaners. Vinegar is not a good disinfectant, but it does kill things like E. coli and salmonella and possibly the flu virus, but it doesn't kill bacteria like staph. But it is a good cleaner because it can help soften up and remove dirt and debris. I've used both white vinegar and apple cider vinegar for this purpose. You can add citrus peels or essential oils to it as well to give it a nice smell. We do use vinegar and water to mop our porcelain floors. And we did recently use some baking soda made into a paste to do some deep cleaning on our kitchen counters. Hydrogen peroxide can be used as a disinfectant at concentrations lower than 3%. Just put it in a dark spray bottle and spray and wipe. For traditional cleaning products, the Environmental Working Group's website, ewg.org, is a really good reference for ratings on different products. A product I love is Branch Basics, and I've mentioned it on the podcast before. This is one of the most versatile cleaners I've ever used, and it's non-toxic and fragrance-free. One of the women who founded the company had some of her most chemically sensitive friends tested as well because her true goal was to make something clean that nearly everyone could use. I've absolutely loved how this has cleaned the mineral deposits out of my juicer, something I had really struggled with since I'd started juicing celery. One of the other things I used it for was cleaning my ice cube trays. Last year, I made a huge batch of Medical Medium's ginger turmeric garlic shots, although I used lemon juice in them instead of orange juice, which is what his recipe has, and I froze them in ice cube trays. And once I'd used them all up, the ice cube tray smelled like garlic. It was really gross. It made my next round of lemon juice ice cubes taste awful. So I had tried putting baking soda in there and soaking it and nothing was working. And I thought I was going to have to throw the ice cube tray out. But that was also around the time that I got my first order of Branch Basics. And I put a little bit of the oxygen boost granules in there. And then I sprayed some of the concentrate in there and I left it to soak overnight. And the next morning, the smell was all gone. I'm excited to announce that you can get 15% off any of their starter kits when you order through my website. Just go to carefullyhealing.com forward slash resources and scroll down to Branch Basics. Because I love their products so much, I am an affiliate for the company, which means I do get a small commission at no additional cost to you. And in fact, you save more when you order using my link. So as we wrap up this tip on cleaners, I just wanted to say that whenever you're trying new cleaners, read up on what are and are not the best surfaces for each. So to review this section on cleaning around your house, tip number six is wear a mask when you're cleaning. Tip number seven is use a vacuum cleaner with a HEPA filter. Tip number eight is don't forget to dust. Tip number nine is use a doormat at your threshold. And tip number 10 is don't forget to clean things like doorknobs, light switches, and the TV remote. And tip number 11 is clean options for cleaners. Let's move on to the third topic, laundry. Tip number 12, laundry detergent. All I have to say is that stuff that really smells good is usually full of awful chemicals. So opt for cleaner brands, seventh generation, bio cleaner, good brands. And of course I use Branch Basics because I've transitioned to most of their products for nearly everything in my house. Distilled white vinegar is something that can be used in your laundry as well. It can be used to whiten, remove odors, 
soften clothes, and it can even make dark clothes more color fast. It works very well on 100% cotton and do your research for other fabrics. You can spray it undiluted on armpit and sweat stains and it'll help whiten them right up and take the odor out. It will also get rid of cigarette smoke odors. Hydrogen peroxide can also be used in the laundry too to whiten and brighten, but never combine it with vinegar or bleach. Tip number 13, get rid of dryer sheets and fabric softeners. For most of the big brands, these are just cocktails of chemicals that are designed to stay in your clothes and make them smell and feel great, and then end up on your skin and in your airways. I did a little looking into the ingredients in dryer sheets. It's pretty horrifying. If you look at bounce dryer sheets, which are popular here in the US, and it's what I had used for years before I started transitioning my lifestyle. The first ingredient in that is, and forgive my pronunciation because I'm probably going to butcher this, dipalmethylhydroxyethylammonium methosulfate. EWG's website indicates moderate concern for asthma and respiratory issues with some concern for developmental and reproductive toxicity, and there's some risk for skin allergies and irritations. Overall, EWG ranked these a D, which is a high concern. Plus, there's some generic fragrance in there that could literally be anything. I'm pretty sure it's toxic, though. I did look up snuggle dryer sheets, too, which are also popular here in the U.S. They ranked even worse, and they got an F, which is their lowest rating, and it indicates the highest concern. There are better products out there, so do your research. It's hard for me to give recommendations because thankfully people are listening to this podcast all over the world, so we all have different options. But do your research online. I've decided just to forgo them all together, and I just run pretty essential oils through my diffuser to make my house smell nice. <laughs> Tip number 14, dry cleaning options. None of them are good. I don't think it's a big secret that dry cleaning chemicals are harsh and not good for us to be breathing. Even Dry-L, which is like a home cleaning cloth you use in the dryer, that, that gets a D from the Environmental Working Group on concerns for asthma and respiratory issues, developmental and reproductive toxicity, toxicity, and for skin allergies and irritations. And most of the chemicals used at even the quote-unquote green dry cleaners are still not great. So avoid them if you can. If you can't avoid it, take the bag off if you can and air it out outside before you bring it in the house. Airing it out in your closet just puts the chemicals on all your other clothes. And the other thing to consider is when you're buying new clothes, see if you can find something that can be machine washed. I've seen a lot more out there lately that's machine washable, and I would feel much safer that with that. Uh, even for dress clothes, like if you've got an office that you have to go into, um, there are better options these days. So to review our last three tips for laundry, they were number 12, use a clean laundry detergent. Number 13, get rid of dryer sheets and fabric softeners. And number 14, minimize dry cleaning as much as you can. So I hope you found these tips helpful. Show notes for this episode, episode 22, are available on my website at carefullyhealing.com forward slash podcast. Join me next week for part two of this series for my tips for cleaning your kitchen. Thank you for joining me today on the Quest for Healing podcast. Please remember that these discussions are not intended to provide medical advice, but rather to give you examples of methods and modalities that you may find interesting, informative, or helpful. Please work with your doctor as you undertake your own health journey.
Hey, it's Kirsten. Before I started out on my health journey, I didn't know how poisonous many of the cleaners I used in my home were. Then when I started trying to clean the toxins out of my body, I started to question if the cleaners I was using were just adding back more. And how does that make sense when we're using toxic chemicals to get things clean? So imagine how excited I was when I found non-toxic, fragrance-free, essential oil-free Branch Basics cleaners. Now I use them for many things around my house, including scrubbing my kitchen and bathroom, cleaning my juicer, and as the laundry detergent for cleaning my clothes. Plus, it's also the soap that I use to wash my fruit because it's also sodium laurel sulfate free. So check out branchbasics.com. Their starter kits make it so easy to get started and you can use my code carefullyhealing, which is all one word, for 15% off your purchase. And because I always want to be upfront with you, this is an affiliate link, so I will earn a small commission if you buy using my code. But I only recommend this product because I love it and use it myself. So if you're ready to start cleaning your home with a healthier cleaner, go to branchbasics.com.